Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Sunday, Eastern Suburbs rounded out a season to remember with a convincing win at Mount Smart Stadium to claim the Women's National League Championship. It comes a year after the competition was restructured to give more teams a chance to compete for the lofty title. Now, Stephen Hoyle was at the helm for the Auckland club this year and he joins us this morning to talk about all of the success his side has experienced over the past 12 months. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for being here. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Now, tell us a bit about this year, mate. So I'm right in saying I think that the National League crown was one of three titles for your side this season? Uh, no, there was. Um, we um, we won the NRFL League, so the Northern League, last season. And then, um, and then the Cup. We uh, Auckland United actually won that competition. So we the the big one we wanted the National League. We um, yeah, luckily got luckily got that done on the weekend. And what so, a yeah. win! Four nil over Western Springs. That's a heck of a scoreline in a grand final. Talk us through those win- winning moments. What did it mean to to you and the team? Uh, uh, it, it's a, you know, there's been a lot of hard work this year. We had um, due to COVID last year. We actually started in February with a the semi-final of the New Zealand Cup from last year that got postponed. So the girls have been, you know, training three, three, four times a week and playing for me since then. So I think we've played 42 games this year. And, um, it, yeah, just all the hard work, it all came together. On Sunday, we got the big moments right and obviously, you know, limited Western Springs to not having as many as us. And, uh, yeah, we got we got there in the end. And um, I'm sure the girls are looking forward to a break and they're pretty fed up with listening to me all year. So, yeah, they'll enjoy the trip now. Stephen, you talk about the big moments. Uh, the name Devin Jackin, she was across all of them. Well, essentially three of the four. What uh, what can you tell us about her? An, an amazing player, you know, a, a youth international at New Zealand level, and um, hopefully, hopefully, more to come. With uh, I, I think for a you know a, a handful of players in the New Zealand National League have quality to go on and affect um, the international team, like the firm side with the quality, and I think that. Devin is a person who, you know, potentially has that ability. So I hope that, you know, big, big games, big moments like the weekend for her and a couple other people, um, hopefully get her into bigger and better environments. We'll try and we'll try and get players like her off overseas to professional contracts as well. So yeah, let's the future's hopefully bright for her, and she's she's a really, really, really good player. And when it comes to that future, Stephen, I mean, obviously. Huge year coming up. You say you'd like to see some of these women go on to taking those next step into professional ranks and potentially maybe the football ferns. When it comes to the next year with the World Cup being held across here in Australia, is that a big talking point among 
the group at at your level? Um, I think it should be. I, I, think, that, I think that we have a you know whether, whether you're grassroots, you know, coaching the, the under fours, or you're or you're all the way in seeing you know the the head coach of the firm. I think we have a responsibility to um, really leverage the World Cup and and use it as a you know a lasting impact on players. So I hope I think for my girls, a lot of them are. You know, I've got a couple of girls who've just come back from the 17s and under 20s World Cups this year, so they need to be inspired as hopefully the next generation, and then even more importantly, the academy kids at the at the club who some of my senior team coach. I think it's more for them. I think it's let's get some you know more posters on children's walls and and uh, inspire them to come through and be even better than the current crop of players that we have. Yeah, when you talk about that inspiration, I mean some of the t- one, some of the teams that we're going to have visiting these shores obviously are going to be absolutely unreal uh, based around at camps around New Zealand. I don't think there's any out, there are any out eastern suburbs way, but clubs like East Coast Bays will be hosting some of these teams. What do you expect that to do on the local scene? I think it's amazing in terms of um, from, from, from FIFA and, and just the, the grants and the funding that's available for an event as, you know, as big as the World Cup. It's the biggest event ever to come to New Zealand in, in terms of sports, I would say. And then you... Uh, I think the facilities one. So obviously, a lot of clubs are lucky to have their facilities improved, their pitches improved due to you know international teams coming and using their venues. And I just think it's great if um, you know young coaches like me and and coaches around New Zealand, if, if hopefully at their club they can spend a little bit of time watching those environments and seeing those teams train and how they act. And then you know just just again we need inspiring as coaches as well. So I think I think that's the two two big things for me, which I'd be looking forward to seeing. Yeah, that would sound really, really cool if you and also the Eastern Suburbs women were able to go in and watch some of the training sessions. I mean, imagine, do you think that'll be possible, just being able to rock up to, say, a, a Team USA training session during one of their weeks in the build-up to a match? I'm not sure about the US. I've heard that they bring some secret service from, <laughs> from South America over to, to look after them. So I'm not sure about them, but I think I think some teams will be pretty open. Um, it's it, in the pipeline for my club. Uh, some friendlies in preseason to actually play. Hopefully, like you know, hopefully play a couple of the international teams that are coming over. It's not not confirmed yet, but I, I think it'll happen. So, and then that then that's a brilliant you know that's a brilliant test for us. I think a couple a couple of teams have got playoff games before the World Cup, so they then just need some minutes in their legs when they're in New Zealand. So, you know, that's win win situation for us because we get to we get to test ourselves against the next level and and, and see where we're at and and you know what as players could possibly go on and do. That is really quite incredible. What sort of opportunity is that for this group of women that you coach? I, I, I think it's huge. Like I say it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win-win. So we're we're, we're hopefully going to play um, Cameroon and um, and then there's with there's talks of Italy as well. And I think a couple other club sides, you know, the national league sides might get those opportunities. And it'll be um, yeah, just just amazing because I I, I have full belief that. That we will we will do okay. Obviously, if we get beat by five or six, then it doesn't matter. Whereas if we if we can do a little bit more and at least at least test and at least have some nice things said about us after, it, it only helps. And if not, and if we're a mile off, then it, then it shows then it shows the girls, you know, just how much we need to do to improve and get better. So, like I said, it's a it's a win win for someone like me. Oh, absolute win win. And when it comes to this tournament as a whole, I feel like. It's obviously been on the radar for a bit, but this year we've also had the Women's Cricket World Cup, we've also had the Women's Rugby World Cup. This is kind of the third one of the big three, so to speak. But especially coming off the back of the World Cup that we've just seen in Qatar, do you think Kiwis 
are beginning to understand just how massive this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe you know maybe I come across and it's not my intention. I'm a huge football guy, but derogatory when I speak about it being the biggest sporting event to, you know, to come to New Zealand. But that's that's in my opinion how big you see the Women's World Cup has been, in, you know, especially over the last the last twelve years. I think it's, I think it's a huge thing. I think that you know for growing up as a female athlete right now, there's there's never been a better time to be a female athlete, and there's never going to be a better time than tomorrow. So you know that that's exactly the same for for football players and. You see how how big the rugby World Cup final was. You know how how entertaining those games were. I just I just think yeah the 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 worldwide audience on the football World Cup will be will be huge will be bigger. So it, it puts New Zealand under under a microscope when those teams come here. So exciting uh, to see your progression as a club. So exciting to see where that might lead in the future. And so exciting to think about what is in store for all of us next year. Stephen Hoyle, coach of the Eastern Suburbs women's team, thank you so very much for joining us this morning. Uh, thank you, my pleasure, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. All the best and have a great Christmas. Honestly, I just, I'm so pumped for next year. It is. I'm excited because, you know, obviously the event itself. The event itself, and so we we had the Women's World Cup here this year, and and I guess the top part of the the North Island, and the scale of what's coming mm. is probably we probably I don't think we probably quite realise the people that will actually follow mm. the World Cup. Like I, I don't think we had massive amounts of travelling fans here for the Women's World Cup. It was a wonderful event. I was there on the on the night that I guess was the crowning moment for it and the girls, but I don't think we quite sort of understand that essentially it's like the lions coming mm. as far as the travelling roadshow of supporters that will influx our bars and, and our and our retail worlds and then just our country in general. So the kick that it will give us, I don't think we've, we're probably not comprehending just yet. Yeah, no, I mean, you hear numbers in the kind, like extraordinary numbers. It's just in tough the to believe those numbers, for, isn't it? Yeah and, yeah, and that's just for, you know, Team USA yes. alone. Yeah. And their, well, you wouldn't call it an entourage because they're not part of the team, but no, just in people coming to, yeah, <laughs> coming to watch. It is quite remarkable. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this.